0: Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Defrain Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned at the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry.
1: Remember when they went through the Red Sea and God delivered them from the Egyptians that pursued them? You know what the next chapter was about that? Miriam led the people in worshiping God for They went through every account of how God delivered them. That's what worship looks like. You recall and rehearse what God did. Amen. One of of the most endearing for me, Now talk about it, when I was um, about 10 years old, I started taking piano lessons. And we had an old upright piano in the house, and you know, with six people in the house and the house was about as big as a cracker jack box. It was small. You imagine that piano got beat on, you know, and and it 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 was in pretty bad condition. And uh, but it was all, all my family could sure. afford at that time. And uh, so uh, I mean, you know, like there were ivories missing off the keys, the pedals were broken, many of the keys didn't play. I mean it was it was it was a faith piano. <laughs> because there were a lot there was a lot of invisible sounds <laughs> and my piano teacher she was quite a she was quite a little spitfire she was about 80 something but really i thought she's like 120 you know when when someone is 10 everybody over 30 is ancient <laughs> really when you're little you think you're young go talk to a kid and <laughs> Ask him how old you look. And, and so she was a little spitfire. I mean, she was like a you know no finesse left. You know, just to the bone. She just cut you. And so she came over to the house one day and she saw that piano and she said to my mother, "Is this what Nancy's practicing on?" She said, "Uh huh." She said, "Get our new piano." Good. <laughs> All right. Get right on that. You know. We didn't have the money for that. It was about two or three days later. And you understand, we didn't know how to use our faith to believe God for something. But it was about two or three days later, my uncle, um, he's now, he's about in his mid-80s or something. And he still takes piano lessons. He's a great pianist. And he had just bought himself another grand piano. And he he called my mother and said, Carolyn, I just bought another piano. And he said, I wanted to know if you wanted my piano. Old piano, and she said, I would love to have it. Like, this is two or three days after Mrs. Parrish yeah. told her. Yeah. And when Miss Parrish told you, yeah. you were told. Yeah. You know those people, and I mean, like, she's everything. <laughs> And so my uncle said, the only thing is you have to pay to get it to you. He lived in Washington, D.C. We lived in Oklahoma. There was no way that they could afford to ship something like that. My mother goes to work the next day. She worked in the bookkeeping department of the bank. And so she was just telling some of the ladies that her brother had offered this piano, how Mrs. Parrish had told her, you get Nancy another piano. And then all of a sudden... This offer for this piano comes, and then she, but she's got no way to get it there. And the bank president was back in the bookkeeping department and overheard her, and he said, Carolyn, we just bought new equipment for the bank and said they're bringing it down on a truck today from Washington, D.C. We'll pick it up. We'll go by and pick up the piano. Now, see, this had nothing to do with our faith. It was just the goodness of God. Why? Because it was attached to something I was yeah. born for. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just for a hobby. Wow. It was part of his plan that piano played a role. I'm playing, I'm playing the organ in our church, all this. And then, of course, for 20 years, for those of you who don't, you don't know, <laughs> I led music, just, yeah. just letting you know. <laughs> because, I mean, within three years, people go, we don't know that. And I go, really? 20 years, and you didn't know it. <laughs> But what I'm saying is this was attached to his plan. And God did that out of his mercy and his goodness. When I worship him, when I need a building, I remind him of a piano. I remember father. How when I didn't know what I needed to know, but your ability still worked. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you need something, go back to the very beginnings, the the very personal, the intimate times when nobody else saw the struggle and nobody else knew the little things that were huge to you. And worship him with those. Amen. This stuff just thrills me. Yeah. Psalm thirty four, go with me. Psalm thirty four. Hallelujah. Psalm
0: thirty
1: four, verse one. It reads, I will bless the Lord. I will. Again, it's uh, an action of our will. Regardless of whether I feel like it or not, I will. Right. I will bless the Lord. I love this next phrase, at all times. Yeah. At all times. It doesn't just say at easy times. Yeah. At all, at all times. At all times. At all. It doesn't just say when things are in place. Yes. Even when things are trying to get out of place. Yeah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Do you know that God is telling you the answer of what to do at all times? This is his instruction for all times. You understand this? When you hit all times in your life, he's already instructed you what to do. When you hit a a time when you feel pain in your body, I will worship the Lord at all times. At, At a time when you don't have enough money to pay your bills, I will worship the Lord at all times. I will praise him at all times. He's telling you your assignment during the all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Why? Because if we will bless him when things are trying to get out of place, it will change the outcome of the times. The times will come out differently when we bless him. If we don't bless him, the times will go on as they intended, but we can change the outcome of all times, all times, all times are affected by whether we remember to worship and bless him. Then the next phrase, his praise shall what continually be in my mouth. (laughs) So he's given our mouth an assignment. Our mouth has an assignment. His praise shall continually. Now we know this. You can't, he didn't say 24 hours a day. You're going to sleep part of the time. You're going to eat part of the time. Mm -hmm. You're going to converse with people part of the time, but it's a continual. It's a flow of our lifestyle Uh to lifestyle that we will, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, and what we said earlier That when we're worshiping God, we're releasing faith. Why does he say to worship continually or praise continually? Because then we stay in the flow of faith continually. It keeps our faith ready. When you worship God and make that just a flow of your life, praise the Lord. Father, I worship you. Your faith will be ready for what shows up. Not only that, it'll be moving. It'll be moving. moving. When a parent is teaching a child how to ride a bicycle, the most risky part of that is when the child is just starting out or just slowing down, right? right. right? Yeah. When they start pedaling that bicycle and it's unsteady and they're going like this, that's the time they're most apt to fall when, they're go, when they're, their movement is not enough. Right. Right. And so they feel like they're going to fall. So the last thing they want to do is speed up. Right, But the parent knows, speed up because your safety is in the movement. The quicker you go, the safer you are. If you slow down, there's where the risk is. That's when you start falling. That's when things start coming apart. When your praise slows down. When your worship and your gratitude slows down. That's when you're at risk. Things will start falling away from your life that should not. Amen. 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 Worship is respect, worship is gratitude, worship is appreciation. Go with me if you would. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15, and I'm going to read out the amplified. Hebrews 13, verse 15, out of the Amplified. It reads, through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times. Do these phrases look familiar? Yeah. Yeah. That looks like Psalm 34 stuff, right?
0: Yes.
1: Constantly and at all times. Offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. Then he tells us, he defines sacrifice of praise for us. Which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. Amen. Praise and worship is an expression of gratitude. It's a confession. Yeah. Yeah. It's acknowledging what he's done for us. It's acknowledging what we know he will do for us. Amen. And it brings him glory, acknowledge, confess, and glorify his name. When we were growing up in our kitchen, um, daddy made us a table and it was a long skinny table. That ra- it was flat on one end and then it rounded off at the other end. And that's how, because there was never just six of us at the table. We were always bringing family and friends and everybody. The mother's motto in life was there's always room for one more. <laughs> and there was always all of us bringing one more, you know. So that table was always full. So uh, when we were at dinner time and mother would cook for us every night and I would say something, mother pass, you know, the, the potatoes. Before she would even extend her hand to the bowl, before she'd even reach to pick it up, she'd say, what's the magic word? Yeah. Well, it was please. Yeah. And she called it the magic word. Yeah. She, would not even, she would not even stretch out her arm till you showed proper gratitude, till you showed proper respect for yeah. what you were asking for. She didn't even make a move. And then she would pick up the bowl after you said please. And then she would hand it toward you, and you would reach out your hand to take it, and she would not let it go. Mm-hmm. She'd say, What do you say? You'd say, Thank you. And then she'd let it go. She taught us without respect and gratitude, you don't get any of this. That's good.
0: Yeah. That's right. That's right.
1: Really good. Hebrews 13 uh-huh. 15. Without respect and gratitude, you don't get any of this. That's good. Constantly at all times. All times. Yes. Amen. Amen. I tell you what, worshiping God. Praising God, thanking God will make you rich. Yes. Amen. It'll get you so much. It gets you into the place of a flow where you can't put the cap on it. Yeah. Amen. When you get up every day and thank him that he's your provider, you're not going broke that day. Now, if you're going to then go to the dinner table and talk about your money problems, yes. right. then you didn't worship. You understand yes. you're not worshiping God one phrase right. and then talking doubt and unbelief. Yes. Yes. Worship doesn't live with anything but truth.
0: Yes. Amen. Yes. That's yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. To talk doubt and unbelief, we had to, we had to quit worshiping and to say we're worshiping and then flip over doubt and unbelief. We're not worshiping. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We might've learned some words, uh-huh. We might have heard some words yeah. and then we tried to mimic those, right. but I'm talking about if your heart, if you were wholehearted, remember wholeheartedness, if we are wholehearted, then that means that there's no room for anything else in our heart.
0: Right. Right. That's
1: good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through him, therefore, let us constantly in all times, we have a full-time assignment. Yeah. Offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. We are held in a flow of proper respect, proper gratitude. Amen. And I will tell you this, whenever you hit a very difficult time and you don't know what to do and it looks complicated It looks tangled. I mean, our circumstances can look so involved. So we think the answer is as complicated as the problem looks to us. But it's so simple. At all times. At all times. He simplified it. Just worship the Lord. This Syrophoenician woman, her situation looked insurmountable. She's got a daughter possessed with a demon. Can you imagine what she's living with in that household? Can you imagine the behavior? Can you imagine the torment? Can you imagine no sleep? Can you imagine that this girl is out of control? How huge and involved this looks. And one thing untangled it. She just worshiped. And it all came. (laughs) No matter how complicated the problem looks, the answer isn't.
0: That's right.
1: The answer is not complicated. It's not involved. It's not hard. It's simple. It's simple. And when you're, it looks like your life is falling apart. Your finances are falling apart. It looks like you're speeding to ruin. And then you just stand up and go, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the devil will say, that's not enough. Let me tell you, it's enough to bring the anointing. And it's the anointing that destroys that tangled, complicated, overly involved, mentally tormented mess. And the devil will always tell you, saying, praise the Lord, won't fix this. Because he knows. He knows that worship brings the anointing. Now think about the devil's position. Think about him. He has worked sometimes from the time before children are born. He tries to do things in their life to weaken their lives. He tries to break up marriages and everything. Why do weaken children born into that? He works to try to put all kinds of complications and hindrances and blockades and, and senses of people not measuring up. So he surrounds them with all this stuff and he'll work through all their childhood. He'll work through their school years to harass and bind them and get them to where they don't, they're just, they're not even functioning normally as an adult. And he'll work for decades to bind up people. They walk into one service where the anointing is and I mean and just one flow of that anointing and so it's broken what took the devil decades and sometimes generations the devil knows what the anointing will do to him he wants to keep you as far from that anointing, so he tries to hold you in the middle arena. Get him in the middle arena. Get him in the middle arena. And God says, if you'll stay in the faith arena, if His praise shall continually be in our mouths, He's telling us how to stay in the faith arena, in the anointing arena, in the glory arena. Because it's just that simple. Your help. Your answer, your complicated mess is just that simple. Worshipping God turns everything easy. Amen. Worshipping God turns everything easy and it makes everything simple. It's the mental arena that complicates. So the devil fights and fights yeah. to hold you in the mental arena, trying to figure it out when the answer is as simple as standing up in the face of that and say, Father, I worship yeah. you. I worship you. I glorify you. I glorify you. But you say, well, I did that. Did you do it long enough? Yeah. Did you do it long enough? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I've had experience when there was for a year and a half, my mind tormented And God said to me one day, the praise cure. That's all he said to me. So I stand up, praise the Lord. I mean, it was just as dry that praise the Lord, 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 praise like it's falling flat. You know what I'm talking about? The reason it was falling flat because I was in my mind, but I kept saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. After about three days, ha, oh, I'm not out of my mind anymore. This isn't coming out of my mind. This is coming from a, a live place. My, my spirit got hooked up to this. My tongue got hooked up to my spirit in this thing. And at the end of seven days of saying, praise the Lord, praise the Lord praise. That's all I said. I quit my Bible reading. I quit my praying in tongues. Are those things right? Absolutely. But my diagnosis and my prescription was praise. If God prescribes something to you, don't you add something else in it? You better give an all out overdose on what he prescribes. Don't just take a little chug, just get the whole thing. And for seven days I didn't read my Bible. Reading the Bible is right. But God told me the praise cure. He didn't say read the Bible. I've been reading the Bible. And it was holding me in my mind because I was doing it from my mind. I got to get out of my mind. Many of you, get out of your mind. (laughs) The devil tries to hold you there because then he can torment you. That's his battleground. He wants to hold you on his territory. And at the end of seven days, I'm telling you, I was sleeping two and three hours a night and the rest of the night, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm telling you for seven days solid at the end of seven days. It was like Dad Hagen described it this way. and It was exactly like that. I, I felt something chink, like a coin dropping into that vending machine. You heard it click. Oh, yeah. ah, and it dropped in me. And when that happened, the word of the Lord came to me. And the word of the Lord said, now tell that demon that's been harassing your mind to go. And I got up. There were people in the house. I got up and went into the restroom. And I said, that evil spirit that's been working against my mind, you desist in your maneuvers in Jesus' name. Boop, it was gone. Why? It was as simple as praise the Lord. See, while I was saying praise the Lord, I heard what to do. I didn't know what to do by figuring it out. I knew what to do by saying, praise the Lord. You say, I don't know what to do. That's fine. Praise the Lord. Worship the Lord. It's in that flow of obedience that you hear what you need to know. Hallelujah. Praise brings the anointing and the anointing destroys the yoke. Don't forget the Syrophoenician mama. She just bowed down and worshiped. And when she did, power went to her need. At a whole different location. We don't know how long that daughter's been like that. But within 60 minutes of her worshiping. You understand? It didn't take long. It didn't take long. Dad Hagan used to say this to us. If you'll give an all out effort on the word, it won't take long. Problem is people give a half half-hearted effort. Amen. He said, if you'll give an all-out effort toward the word, it won't take long.
0: Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you.
1: Your help is easy. Your answer is simple. It's not hard.
0: It's not hard.
1: You say, but I don't know what my answer is. Well, I can tell you this. I know how to get the answer. Get in his presence. Worship get you in his presence. Then you'll hear what to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about we stand to our feet and do that tonight? Hallelujah. 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 His praise shall continually be in our mouths. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm just too embarrassed. Anything you're embarrassed about, you can't have. you're too embarrassed to ask Jesus to receive him as your savior, you can't have it. Amen. Amen. You know, if you're embarrassed, it's like you're ashamed. I'm not ashamed. ashamed. Amen. Amen. I'm not ashamed. ashamed. Hallelujah. That means I don't mind opening my mouth and saying it loud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Especially in a setting like this, this is not the time to go That's inappropriate. Amen. At a time when we're together.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice. Father, we worship you. We glorify you. We praise you. We thank you, Father, for the greatness of your word. We thank you for the greatness of your power. We glorify you. We magnify you. We worship you. We glorify you. We glorify you. We worship you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify your name. We worship you. You're such a wonderful Savior. We worship you, our Savior. You're such a wonderful healer. We worship our healer. You're such a wonderful provider. We worship our provider. You're such a wonderful deliverer. We worship our deliverer. We glorify you. We magnify you. You're such a wonderful helper. We so glorify you. We magnify you. We lift you up. We glorify. We honor and we magnify you we glorify you in this place we worship you we worship you we worship you we worship We worship we give you all praise and honor and glory for our father is great for our father is great for our savior is great for our helper is great we so magnify you we glorify you We magnify you and glorify you. We glorify you, we magnify you. We glorify you, we magnify you. We thank you, Father. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of DeFrame Industries.